strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and we are live with another episode of Strategy Talks. And funny enough, we're going to talk about short form video. Here we are doing a live show with 25 to 30 minutes worth of content, but I've got a video expert who's going to join me shortly and we're going to talk about short form video and why we need that as well. But before I do, I want to welcome everybody who's here live with us. Let us know where you're joining us from. If you're watching the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments. And I want to welcome those of you who listen to Strategy Talks as a podcast. Before I bring our guest onto um, the stage, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, here is the king of video himself, Matt Hughes. How are you, Matt? Hello, I'm amazing. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Yeah, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And we're going to talk about short form video creation. Um, let me make sure everybody knows who you are. Uh, Matt is a king of video. In 2013, he started his own video company that he ran for seven years, creating video and traveling the world with clients from one man bands through to billion dollar companies. Fast forward to 2019 and he created the King of Video brand to help small business owners just like you confidently create consistent video content that connects with their audience. In 2021, Matt turned his focus to YouTube and has the goal of getting 1,000 small businesses to 1,000 subscribers using YouTube as a primary platform to get their business and make money by strategically creating video content. So we're talking about YouTube, but we're talking about short-term video creation. How do these things go together? Let's start with that, Matt. Yes, let's start with that. So, uh, you know, uh, YouTube is traditionally a long-form content platform. Um, but during the last couple of years of sort of helping people get started with that, most people have general challenges. You know, what, what webcam do I use? What uh, lighting do I use? All that kind of stuff. And then once they got over all the tech stuff, they're like, okay, I need to create something now. And if you're not used to creating content, then the place I tell them to start is short form content. And so that's why this is perfect, even though I usually talk about YouTube. I hope that makes sense. All right. That makes all the sense. So what is considered short form video? So short form for me is anything sort of a couple of minutes long. I would, I would go as far as saying five minutes or less. Um, but I think most people would say probably three minutes or less. I know, you know, you look at the short form platform con, um, platforms and they're extending their uh, opportunity with the amount of time that you can do these things. Um, for me, I'd say, yeah, sort of five, three minutes or less. Actually, when it comes to YouTube, it's one minute or less. So okay. that is super short. 
All right. So now let me ask the, it's a, might be a pretty obvious question, but people might be confused by it. Is all short form video vertical video or can it be short form and still be in landscape? Uh, yeah, it's, it's vertical portrait, right? So that, yeah. that's, that's what I would class as short form. Um, I think when the short form platforms first came out, people were taking their landscape video and kind of put it and you would see it in the middle of the the portrait yeah. frame uh, so there's a bit of that going on but I think most people have kind of decided to crop in now or or they just film it directly on their mobile phone and in fact Doreen I used to tell everybody before the short form content platforms really uh, took off I was like never do portrait video never do vertical always do landscape because you can repurpose it all of that kind of stuff um but I remember the time and there was kind of a, a, a tipping point where stories started to come along and I was like, okay, always do landscape unless you're doing stories. And I had this slide in my, my presentation that was like story, 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 stories. And now of course with, with TikTok and reels, like, okay, we accept that the, the vertical video is here to stay. It's a big deal, right? It is. It is. So let's dive into that. So when you're telling people to create both, long form and short form does that mean they have to record twice no what i would say is um you know i i, I still if i i always think of youtube first right mm. so uh, whenever we're creating content signature videos is what i call youtube videos so when you're creating your signature videos if you film it in a, a, such a way that it's far enough away that you've got good quality video and it's landscape a little bit. If you think about the frame I'm in now, it'd be quite easy to, to pull that frame in and I'd still be in sort of the middle there yeah. for my, if, if I cropped in for my vertical video. So, so you can film it in such a way where you can make use of both platforms. I think the difficulty is if I was really close like this, if I, if I then cropped it in, it would just be like Matt's big face. Right. So I think just, it's just about framing and getting used to that. And, and, uh, still for me landscape video is king when it comes to um, a long-term strategy but that being said when I get people to start I tell them to forget all of that and I say get your mobile phone out let's um, sorry cell phone for you guys um, I think we can translate that right now it's yes oh, and that's a mobile cell it's the <laughs> yeah, same yeah right, for yeah. sure um, so uh, I tell them to get that that out and um, and just get started because Actually, what, I, what I'm trying to do with people that are not used to creating long form content, because it feels like a big deal sometimes, is I'm just trying to get them to get their creative juices flowing. That's what short form content really does. And that's the power of it is it just starts you thinking about uh, what is it that on a daily basis that I can create that's going to give me some value. It's going to give me some feedback from the world as I put it out there to tell me which pieces of content are going to work for me. So that means when I'm creating my long form content, I kind of already know what's going to work. You know, there's there's nuances to everything, but um, but it's just getting in that creative process. I think that's really the key is the creative process. So what I'm hearing you say is that you can, if you're thinking about starting with a video strategy that short form video allows you to do it be your testing ground to yes. see what works and what doesn't yeah because because people will stall at the thought of creating a long form piece of content i was speaking to some a group of people yesterday about it and they were saying like you know i've got this this beautiful brand i've spent all this money on my branding it's professional looking you know i don't want to just show up and be unprofessional or it not be as polished as as you know what the rest of my brand is and I'm like well 
actually, if you use short form content to be a little bit more unpolished or as I would call it authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Be your authentic self. Um, you start to understand what it is to create video that does have a more professional look and feel to it. And you do, you know, you can create the branding. You can, just like we've got here on Strategy Talks, we've got the the look and feel that you've created. You've got your nice intro. Like you didn't, maybe you did start with this, but when you started your life as a marketer, you wouldn't have started with all of that stuff. You just over time decided that, oh, you know what? I listened to that podcast and it had a, a really cool intro. And I, I watched that video and they used StreamYard and it had this really cool way of putting the, the background on there, you know, like you you evolved to the thing, didn't you? So it's the same with, with short form. We're just, we're just starting so that we can start the process and then we're going to evolve it over time and, and keep that professionalism up. All right. So I have a question for you. If somebody's thinking about doing this, you know, they've got their smartphone, their mobile phone in their hand, their business owner. Um, yeah. They've been told by numerous business coaches and social media professionals that they should start video where does somebody start getting ideas for content? Because I think besides, you know, feeling self-conscious about being on camera and, you know, understanding the tech behind it, I think the other thing that holds people back, which is what I hear, is I just don't know what to talk about. How do you, yeah. how do you, how do you help somebody? And, you know, of course, as a, as a coach and a video creator, I'm sure you have a system set up for how you come up with ideas, but I would love for you to share some ideas. If somebody is really stuck, what, what questions would you ask them to get the ideas flowing? Okay. So I guess you really got to stop living in a silo. If you live in a silo, right? You don't live in a box and you don't speak to anybody. Um, you want to do the opposite. You want to go out to the world and start speaking to people. And maybe that's what you do anyway in your day-to-day -day business. If that's you, great. Uh, but if it's not you right now, then you absolutely need to speak to people. Because when you have conversations with people that your ideal client or a client that you're working with or someone you potentially want to work with that you're on a discovery call or something with, um, they're going to ask you questions. And when they're asking you questions, it's because they don't understand what your industry is or what it does or how it delivers stuff. So what I ask people to do, and I still do this to this day, is when you're having those conversations with people. In fact, I just, I've just written it down on my notepad. This, this is that thing, right? Like when you're having these conversations with people, look for those questions that for you are dead easy to answer. They just flow out of you and you might have answered the questions over and over again. You almost take them for granted because it's so ingrained in you as a person. Mm -hmm. So you take those questions that they ask and you just write them down, write them down on a post-it note or something like that. And then every now and again, you'll end up with a handful of them and they are your video content. So you can take one of them. You could maybe write the title of the question and then maybe a couple of bullet points around it. You could put in a story about how you've answered that question. Um, I said to you in a, a question or so ago, I said I was talking to a group of people yesterday. Right now, I could have made that up. I actually was talking to a group of people yesterday. But the point is, when you're adding in the, the sort of context around the question, all of a sudden your answer, which, you know, what's the best webcam? I could just say it's the Brio, right? Or all webcams are rubbish. But actually, I could say, you know what? I answered that question to somebody before, and we were talking about the benefits of using mobile phone versus a webcam. You see you know, how I'm just starting to... Um, Add, add something more, some more context and some more story around the question. And when you can do that, take the questions that you've been asked, add a little bit of story, add a little bit of context to what you're talking about. 
all of a sudden you've got a minute's worth of content. You know, it's uh, you might even find yourself rattling on for a couple of minutes and think, oh, I need to make that story a little bit less, or maybe I'll just put it on TikTok because it allows three minutes, you know. Um, so that so that's it. To summarize what I've just said there is make note of all the questions that people ask you all the time and then um, film those questions, the answers to those questions, and just keep doing that every single day. And eventually you're going to get these great nuggets and stories of information. That's great. So we just talked about two, we, we highlighted two benefits of short form video, right? Obviously it's shorter, so it's less time, yeah. right? And it's easier to get started with. There's less of a threshold. What are some other reasons that people should consider short form video over long form, especially if they're not doing anything right now? Um, it gives people a chance to have a, um, to experience what it's like talking or working with you in a real short way. And the great thing about that is that they, I, I think, I think in the, in the digital world, it's hard to kind of see people's edges. You feel a little bit nervous about meeting new people. You might feel like people are all salesy all the time. And when you're doing this short form content, you're just giving them a little touch of what it feels like to work with you. And if you do that consistency, consistently over like a 30 day period, we did a short challenge re uh, recently over a 30 day period. Like before you know it, instead of having to go and have those conversations all the time with people and, and try and convert people through the DMs and all that kind of stuff, people start coming to you because they say, look, I've seen a couple of your shorts or I've seen five of your videos. I really like what you're saying. Um, how can we work together? So I think that probably the first and most important benefit is the fact that it helps people move along that know, like and trust factor much, much quicker. All right. That's awesome. So with so many social media platforms available, we kind of talked, touched on YouTube shorts, but where can, where does short form video live? Can you remind our viewers, you know, there's going to be some marketers that might've forgotten some places where they can post some of this content. But if you're yep. a business owner and you're familiar maybe with Facebook or maybe with Instagram, uh, where else can short form video live and what are the uses for it? Yeah. So when I think about the platforms that I post short form content on, I really focus on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram and Facebook reels. Right. They're, they're my main platforms. I'm sure there's loads of other things that exist, but for me, they're my main focus. Now I have spotted tick. Um, I, I got caught in a in a real frenzy on uh, Twitter the other day. I didn't even know Twitter had videos in that sense, but all of a sudden I was watching these TikTok videos on Twitter. So maybe Twitter's trying to to take some of that as well. But I would say for me, when we're looking at our repurposing strategy, uh, we start with YouTube, of course, and then TikTok um, and and Reels on Facebook and Instagram. All right. That's was actually going to be my next question. How do you repurpose and where do you start? So you would say short form video should live on YouTube and then it gets passed to the other yeah. platforms. And, and, you know, there's a big conversation. Um, I see people having all the time of like, you should create that content on the organically on the apps. So there's some TikTok experts that I see that say, you know, TikTok wants you to film the videos on TikTok and then edit them and publish them that way. And I just, I, I think about it from a people not doing it in the first place. 
and making it super easy. So I say film everything first in whatever your favorite uh, filming uh, situation is. So, so for me, that's just my camera on my mobile phone. I don't use any other apps or anything like that. It's just me straight to camera, film it on my mobile phone. And then I upload it to the other platform. So I don't have to go to TikTok and then get the watermark removed because I've had to remove it. You know, you, you download and it's got the watermark on it. I'm filming natively on my phone and then I'm uploading to the other platforms. You can then add on like music and you can add on, um, you, you can use it to chop things up or add titles or all that kind of stuff. Uh, but for me, I'm starting with my mobile phone. And hey, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't do the repurposing. I give it to my editor. My editor chops it up and puts it all together, puts the captions on it, and then it gets passed to my VA who goes and puts this stuff out. Like that's that's really where you want to get to, but you don't have to start at that position. All right. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for explaining that. Um, now, what tools, you know, I know you said you hand it off to your editor. What tools would you recommend? Um, so you're, you're filming it on your mobile phone. Do yeah. you then add it? How do you share it with your editor? Do you put it on Dropbox, Google Drive? Do you share, um, like, is there a, like, can you give us some secrets? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And and I'll give you a secret. And the secret is not a secret to you, Doreen, because I was listening to your episode with Sarah the other day about podcasts. And she was talking about Descript. And I was I was dancing. In, I was in my bathroom, believe it or not, dancing because I was like, yes, Descript. I love Descript, right? Um, so what I do, my exact workflow, that's what it's called, guys, if you're not used to this. The, the process of doing it is called your workflow. And my workflow is I film it on my mobile phone. I airdrop it to my Mac. So if you're in the wonderful position of having uh, fruit-based devices, airdropping is so simple to send it from your phone. If you've not got fruit-based devices like Apple stuff, then I, I found some people find it difficult to get it to Dropbox or whatever and then and download it on the machine. But but that is the panacea for me is, is Apple devices. Unfortunately, sorry, Android guys. I'm sure there's a good way to do it there as well. I'm sure that I, I have had clients who had that. They sometimes have to plug their phone into their computer yeah, in order yeah. to facilitate a download a little bit better. But I love I love AirDrop. Yeah, you used to have to do that on other um, on Apple devices, you know. But like copy and paste from one Apple device to another changed my life. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. So I, I AirDrop it over to my Mac. I upload it to um, Descript, and Descript uh, stores its data in the cloud. So as soon as you put it in there, in the background, it's sending the data to the cloud. So there's no like upload into Dropbox or um, any of those Google Drive or anything like that. It's doing that already. And then my um, my editor is in the Philippines. My VA is in the Philippines. They can just pick it up at that point and then continue working with it. Uh, and that's the beauty of it, really. I, I mean, you know, Sarah talked. So go and listen to that episode of Strategy Talks. Uh, Sarah, what's Sarah's surname? Uh, um... I forget. Oh. Sarah is it Sarah Scott? Yes, Sarah yeah. Scott. Yes, we yeah, met her at Social Media Marketing World back yeah, in March. Yeah, the podcast yes. episode. Yeah, and, yeah. and we, got talking about, we got talking about this script because we both yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, so listen to that episode because she talks about it really well. Um, but the beauty is you can put it there and it's got so many great tools to be able to put in your captions and, and add in like if you've got a regular thing at the end that says um, like, Go for more of this content. Go and follow me on YouTube. You know, you want to be passing people across the platforms. Um, 
you can have have that in there as a template in Descript. So you can just drop your content in there, drop it in the template, and then it's almost ready to go. Uh, and then you can re repurpose it as well in there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so let's shift a little bit. How about some mistakes that you see people make? You know, because we, you know, I have kids, you have kids, we talk about, you know, learn from other people's mistakes instead of making them. Sometimes we have to make them in order to really understand them. But if you can give our viewers, our listeners, a few mistakes that you see people make that they should avoid, that would be super handy in creating short form video. What should we not be doing? Um, I am not a negative Nelly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've heard me rant, so you know that's not entirely true. Um, but I try not to focus on the negatives of mistakes. What I would say is, if this is a mistake, then let, let's let's use this as an example. And it is just not having a strategy or a goal of some description. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, it's so easy to put stuff on these platforms and say, well, you know, I tried it for four days and it didn't work. Or I tried <laughs> it and it's, it's, I seemed to get so far. And then all I was getting was like 200 views every time. And it just didn't seem to work. I had one guy that told me he was on um, TikTok and he got to like 10,000 TikTok followers. And after a while, he said, well, you know, I just wasn't getting money in the bank. So I just I just gave up. And I was like, you got to 10,000. <laughs> he had thousands of views on his videos and he just stopped because what he did is he started without a strategy and a clear plan of what he was trying to do. Um, all of my YouTube programs, all of that is we start really clearly with a, a, a clear plan and a strategy because without it, you just um, <laughs> In the UK, we say pissing in the wind. I don't know if that translates. No, that totally yeah. makes sense. It just goes somewhere out. Like, yeah, yeah. The way I, the way I say, if you don't have a starting line and you don't have a finish line, you can be running your whole life and you never finish your marathon, right? Um, you have to know where you start. So you have to know where you are now, ground zero, right? You have to do like an audit of where you are. And then, but you have to know where you want to go. If you don't know yeah. where you want to go, you're never going to get there ever. Ever. Yeah. So you have to get a goal and just be and just be realistic about it. Right. Like what, when people join my YouTube program, I don't say to them, hey, we're going to get to 100,000 subscribers and get you a play button. I say, hey, let's try and get to 100 subscribers. And then when we get there, we go, how about we get to a thousand now? You know, like there's there's short goals, but sometimes they take a bit of time. And that's because actually with consistency there's something great that happens this compounding effect happens over time and you don't know when that compound effect is going to happen you can guesstimate it you can look at the analytics and kind of judge where things are going to go but at any moment in time on social media platforms any single moment you cannot define you could go viral which will completely change this this um the trajectory of what you're doing right so you've just got to have a clear plan that says, right, I'm here now and we're in whatever month it is. We're in January. By February, I'd like to get to 100. What can I do? What steps can I take to get to 100 in February? When you get to February and you're on 65, you go, okay, I want to get to 200 by March. What strategies can I put in? And just keep putting those goals in. You know, they can be small goals, stretch goals, whatever you want as long as you're just measuring it that way and not looking at what everybody else is doing and how fast everybody else is growing because they are not you. Right. So you're a small business owner. You're going to invest in doing videos, time and money. 
Yeah. Um, where is somebody going to get their biggest return on investment? Is it by buying a good microphone? Is it by getting a good system like StreamYard, which I love this tool? Is yeah. it by investing in the script? Is it getting a VA that can repurpose the content? Is it getting a video coach so you know what to say? Like, there's a lot of different places we can invest yeah. money. Let's do some real talk, you know, short form video. We already have the equipment. Everybody has a mobile phone. Everybody has yeah. a smartphone. Some are better than others, but everybody does. Um, so where should we invest time and money to get, you know, a quick ROI to not give up, right? To keep going. Cause that's really the goal of, of what we need. Cause you don't want to get to 10,000 and go, Oh, this isn't working, you know? Yeah. Okay. My, my view on this, and we kind of proved this with the shorts challenge that we did. And I, I'll be honest with you, the shorts challenge I did, I was trying to prove something else when I started this shorts challenge, but we did it anyway. Um, the shorts challenge was a 30 day challenge and it was just to, it was just to publish any video for 30 days. And we had like a little, um, uh, a guide with like a hundred ideas that you could do, you know, cause people, when they do short form content, the thing that they complain about the most is ideas. What do I, what do I film in the first place? Uh, so we did, we did some prompts for them, but I promise you, if you invested nothing right now, but you did a short form video every day for 30 days, all of a sudden you'd be asking the question, what do I do next? What do I invest in next? That's going to make this better because you would see the return with no investment other than the time. Yes, there is a time investment, but pick a platform. Make, maybe that's Instagram, maybe that's LinkedIn, maybe that's Facebook, uh, YouTube Shorts, whichever. Pick a flat platform and do a short form video for 30 days and then let's talk. I love that answer. This is gold. This is so good. So forget about the better sound or yeah. the better upgraded iPhone or whatever it is, or later technology, forget the script, just 30 days, be consistent, invest in that. Um, yeah. I love that. That's really good. Now um, let's talk real briefly about um, where people should, um, you know, think about where they are when they video tape the short form content when somebody is new is it the safety of an office would it be going outside because the lighting is better do you have any recommendations of you know like i send people outside or i send my people where they're most comfortable what is the yeah. stage that we want to set for somebody to make that threshold even lower for them to get started uh, it's a, again, uh, Doreen, you're asking the tough questions because, you know, every person I meet is different. They've got different confidence levels. They've got different equipment. Um, they've got, uh, when we talked about your family situation as a great example, yours is very different to mine. You have different constraints than I do. So it's hard for me to give like a generic view. Um, but what I would say if I was starting and, and I just had my mobile phone, uh, the best advice I can give to you is to uh, find a place that's quiet so that you've got no background noise. That means you don't need to worry about microphones. Um, find a window if you can, um, a window with some natural light and put your phone up against the window. What you're going to get is a steady, um, steady shot because you won't be shaking, which is half of the problem with uh, handheld devices. Uh, you're going to get beautiful natural light from the window outside, uh, which you're putting it against. And then um, if you're in a quiet environment, you're going to get a good sound as well. So those three things together are like the, the lowest 
investment because it's free and it will give you the best chance to get good quality footage. And you can always improve on that later on. But if you start with that as like the foundation baseline, everything else gets better after that. All right. I've got one question left for you and we are almost already at half an hour. What kind of transformations have you seen for people who do that challenge with you? Like uh, what kind of personal transformations have you seen in business owners in professionals who go live or create a video every day for 30 days? That's really what I want to know. Yeah. Transformations. uh, And again, they're, they're individual, but if I think about a few things that people have done, I've seen people that um, a woman said to me, and this was in five days, actually, we used to do a five day Facebook live challenge. And she said, Matt, I thought live video was for everybody else. I didn't think I could do it. And she, um, she just decided she was going to get, go all in with the challenge. And five days later, she was doing Facebook lives with uh, loads of people talking back to her. She was doing them for like 20 minutes at a time. She was like, Oh my God, I was scared to do one minute. And here I was, you know, waxing lyrical for, for 20 minutes. I've seen people get tens of thousands of views um, within days, again, of being consistent. You know, you, it's um, when you're talking about like 9,000% increase on their videos, of course, it's going to be like that. I mean, it sounds great, doesn't it? 9,000%. But when they're doing nothing, <laughs> of course, they're going to get a huge, or they've done a couple of videos, you know, over a year or two, they're going to get a huge increase. So, um, the transformations are very individual, but, but, but it's the consistency that makes the difference. If you can do something like that for a, a prolonged period of time, it could just be five days, but 30 days, really, you're going to get some traction. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll get a transformation, whatever it is for you that you need to see, you will get that. That's awesome. All right. We're out of time, Matt, how can people connect with you? Where they should, should they connect with you? What's your next challenge? And just send them. Tell me where to send them. Uh, so you can find me on kingofvideo.co.uk. That's my website. If you want some quick links, go to links.kingofvideo.co.uk. There's some uh, quick things for getting started on YouTube, my challenges, that kind of thing. Um, when's my next challenge? I don't have a date planned. But, okay. you know, j- just follow me on the socials because as soon as I, as soon as I launch these challenges, I, I do put them all over the socials so you won't miss out on that. Absolutely. Where are you most active personally, Matt, if people want to connect with you? Most active. Ironically, on Facebook, I'm most active. Okay. But, of course, um, my YouTube channel, uh, the links are on links.kingofvideo.co.uk. Okay. Well, I'll make sure to link to all of this in the show notes as well. If you're listening to this, they'll be in there. Uh, Matt, thank you so so much for being with us today talking about short form video creation if you are still on the fence go do it use your smartphone go in a quiet place sit in front of a window if you're indoors and study it against the window and just start recording yourself and then post it uh, anything less than five minutes according to matt but less than three minutes or even if it's 20 seconds it's worth sharing share your uniqueness Matt, thank you so much for getting us, you you know, bringing this inspiration to us. And thank you for everybody for watching. And thank you for those who were here as a podcast listener. We appreciate you. I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.